Yep. If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. Welcome to the big Cyber Monday Daily Show episode. This is the good stuff. The right stuff. None of our race are still being born with the right stuff. I, I meant to. I forgot. I meant to set up a, a Christmas music intro since it's the officially the Christmas season. Uh, I was going to get festive, but I fucking forgot. Sorry about that. Because we're in a rush here. Mike has uh, another doctor appointment, so we're getting the show out early. Prep out amazingly early. We delivered. We took the weekend off, but now we're back. Welcome, everyone. Man, it was so great is, to is, take a weekend off. Is, is it, is it going to be them reading the results of an MRI? Oh. Is that the plan? <laughs> Probably. I mean, yeah, that's generally how it gonna, goes, right? Theoretically, I was supposedly going to get some treatment today. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We shall see. Tis the season. I'm waiting for this music bed to end so I can do a thing that I'm going to cut and paste into the beginning of the show because I forgot. This Wednesday... Make sure you go to Antelope Hill Publishing. In fact, I'm going to wait for it to stop. So I have a clean I have a clean voiceover to put in the first half. The first half. Because uh, I want to be part of the free show, the free fag version, too. This Wednesday, AntelopeHillPublishing.com. It's White Wednesday. They're having a big old sale. I can't remember what percentage off everything. But I think it was something like 15. And the sale lasts through Friday, but uh, it's only on, on White Wednesday... Is it uh, is the percentage as high? Let me see. I've got the this is the wrong thing right here. Yeah, fifteen percent off everything in store, and then uh, it's ten percent off on uh, December first and second. That's Thursday and Friday. So big sale this week at Animal Pill. If you want more books that you're not going to read because you just collect them, everyone knows that you just buy the books, you wear the T-shirt. So check that out. Anyway. Yeah, but uh, have you ever gotten? Have you guys ever gotten an MRI? No, I had one, but I was not conscious at the time. Well, you were oh. lucky because it thing takes. Oh wait, a long no, no, time. no, I was, I was, but but I, I was under the influence of drugs that made me forget what happened because my mom recalls me saying some stuff about the MRI chamber being extremely cold. But I was, I was probably just in shock. It could have been cold. cold. I don't know. My wow, so you were like Bruce. Well, you like Bruce Willis in, in Twelve Monkeys. You thought you were traveling through yes. time, but it was just an MRI yeah. machine. Yeah, exact stuff. Well, uh, I'll <laughs> tell you this. A, it's a fun movie. It's I a had movie. a mistaken impression of these machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought you go in and it does like a scan, like the airport x-ray thing, no. and then you're good. You but lay there no, for like it takes, no. It takes a half hour. I was in it for a half hour. Oh. However, the it was not um, – I guess maybe they've redesigned – they might have had a problem with claustrophobic people in them because they've designed it so they're open. So – because I, I get – like I don't want to be in a very, very confined space. I get freaked out by that, right? Like I think most people don't like to be super – like totally you can't move at all. You know, I think that's very strange if you like that. Um, and so uh, – because I then start – if they put me totally in a tube that was completely closed off, I would start to be like, what if this thing can't open again? Even though I know that's irrational – and they'd want to get me out of it, I would still have these irrational moments of, of panic, right? And I'd probably spend the half hour fighting them back. 
and then I'd have like trauma from that. But because it's that's actually open, so that your head you could look around and see the rest of the room if you want. But basically, she was like, "What are you like?" They were playing like awful like pop country music in there uh-huh. when I was when I went in. She's like, "What kind of music do you like?" I was like, "Anything but this." And she's like, "Well, you pick something." And I was like, "All right, classical music." And so nice. that made it much better, and it helped me lulled me to sleep. So that means there were no now. that means there were no Negro orderlies or or nurses assistants around because they 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 couldn't stand it. So you wouldn't get any malpractice. Like, well, it was actually a black woman that was running it, but uh, since the machine does all the work, she just presses a button, press button, and it's whatever. But she was like the attendant, but she was very nice about everything. But then, um, what I did, she told me, I like, okay, this is gonna be a half hour. I was like, a half hour? I was like, oh man, I didn't know that. I was like, well, can you go tell, can you go tell my wife in the other room that it's gonna be a half hour? Because otherwise, she's gonna wonder what the hell's going on. Yeah. And so she did. But then uh, she thought I was she was like, just going right, to so the she TSA. She said it's gonna be. <laughs> She that's says it's gonna be funny. a half hour, so that's eighteen hundred seconds. So I'm like, I'm gonna cl- I'm gonna count to eighteen hundred, and it'll be over. Because I hate just doing nothing. My brain, like I and I got to like five hundred something. And I was asleep. I was gonna say like, oh, you fell asleep. Well, that's good. <laughs> I was gonna say like, yeah, you found I, you found a way to make make it seem even longer. I'm gonna count to eighteen hundred. Yes. <laughs> like wow. Well, but I I just I I like kept I lost my place. This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Brightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use crypto, e-checks, mail in a money order, or even use your credit card on Sven's Odyssey channel. The link will be below in the show notes. That's the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. A few times, and I was like, all right, I'll start from this number, and then like I just I, I See, just sleep, and then so I, I, would I start, woke up and it I would, was over. I would start mentally listening to an album that I have memorized. It's like, okay, 30 minutes, I'm going to listen to half the Black album. In my, I'm going to skip holier than now though that song sucks so just have every you know <laughs> something do something like that well they should have it so you could just listen to the black album if you wanted to like, can you just put on the black album well, how would you hold, how would you be able to I hold mean, still for an mri you'd be like headbanging and like fucking rocking out it just wouldn't work you need the classical music mm, that's true where <laughs> you get locked into a chamber and then they play awful country music at you that sounds mm. that sounds like torture yeah well, oh, like I said, ah. they actually she she was used to taking. Well, here's the thing. Here's the issue. That oh when I God. got there, some lady was leaving, and what they do is they ask you the music you would like while you're in there. So they every patient gets their requested music for while they're in there because they figure that just makes everything go smoother, right? Yeah. So that means that the lady who was leaving as I was entering wanted the country, like this retarded pop country. That <laughs> this is what she asked for. So, I, I say pop country because it wasn't just total like country. It was like a it was like pop with like a country twang to it. It was they very like niggers in it. Like they throw niggers in that stuff too. Like they'll be like rapping. Like, this seemed like maybe it was older. Country. Like oh. maybe it was from like the. It didn't seem like there was going to be black people like rapping mm. coming into this stuff, which okay. is now what country music is. Yeah. It's like really niggerified the whole thing. Yeah, all of it is niggerified. Yeah. So I figure I'll just take like the only music, the, the least negrified music possible, which is classical. However, the station that she put on, it was still the radio. It was actually like, I wouldn't really say, I don't know. It wasn't that it was, I think you could mistake it for classical, but it was like piano music. Uh, right. You know what I mean? And and it yeah. de- definitely, put, it was calming and gentle and put me to sleep, but it wasn't like actual high classical music, if you will. It wasn't like Mozart or Beethoven. It wasn't like that kind of thing. Oh like composed God. symphonies and things. And that Alex, was like, Somebody playing piano music. 
Alex, you're going to have to mute when you're not talking. That fucking digital fart is awful. You're going to have to fix that digital fart. I I, I I went and looked for replacement cables at Walmart, and of course there was nothing. I went on Black Black Friday, which wasn't bad, because I'm in the middle of nowhere, so there wasn't really that much uh, foot traffic, but could not find any of the items I needed. That's too bad. Yeah, Walmart, I don't know. I wouldn't really go there for anything that's not, like, Cheap consumer shit. I haven't been there for electronics. The idea of like the idea of going into Walmart for one thing is like, oh my god, because like that's like a, that's like a three mile walk. Like you have to yes, walk to the parking to lot, it. then like inside the store, it's so huge, and then it's like now I have to find a cash register where I can pay for this. You're better just better off just stealing. Like if you want one thing from Walmart, you might as well just put it in your pocket. You might because, just walk out with it because they just they kind of don't care. Yeah, Actually, I had a funny experience. They don't really give a shit. You probably could, but I'm not telling you to do that. Don't no. steal. I had a funny experience. I went to a guitar center, not on Black Friday. I was there on a Saturday, I think, and I made an impulse buy because the the sale was so good. And uh, when I got rung up, I was like, "Oh yeah, so I need this receipt so I can get out the door, right?" He's like, "Oh, we don't do that anymore." I was like, "Well, why am I paying you then?" And sure enough, like you could have, you could literally have done the like, just walk towards the door like these items belong to you, and you could have got away with stealing what I bought. From the store. It's really Why weird. Why do they have stores anymore? In case you can't... Because they're going to do that. In case you can't... In case, like, the prime shipping isn't within three hours in your area yet. I mean, that's what they're working towards. Like, no outside yeah. you know? Which is why, like, yeah. they want everybody... They want everybody within a fucking, like, urban center uh, not owning anything. Because, like, now it's like... If you think about it, if, if, well, you, if you put yourself into, like... they a, want... I mean, they want you in like a suburban sprawl center. Not really. Like, I don't think they want. They want people hmm. just separated enough in their own cubbies that they don't they don't form neighborhoods. Okay, people that's don't fair. in these suburb. You know what I mean? They want that's you fair. like everyone. And the thing is, when you all move to a place, when everyone's moving into, hmm. like they're building these. What I'm seeing them doing is that the 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 main thing that it seems to be where they're developing, at least for white people housing, is like suburban sprawl things. With like either garden apartments or like condos, mm. and the thing is, because people are transplants when they go to those places, new housing. So you're all transplants when you go there. There's no neighborhood, right? And of course, it will be mixed race. Mm-hmm. There will be pajits in there, yeah, and particularly pajits in these condo garden apartment complexes. They're filled with them. They yeah. they put white people next to pajits. They love those things. Like things. They love being. Oh, in they're all up in them. Little like little like fucking it. like vi- like vinyl sided fucking townhouses. They're all they, mm-hmm. and they don't have to mow the lawn. I mean, yep. I'm, I'm yeah, surprised. I'm surprised things, they yeah. don't. I'm surprised they're not out like shitting in the storm grates in the fucking parking lots of those things because they're fucking <laughs> everywhere. It's just like pajit fucking storage. Sign on this. Yeah. Is there a sign on this condo development that says Pajit Nigger Storage? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, basically there is, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you know, I don't know. They don't they don't definitely they definitely don't want white people in like an urban setting anymore. Um unless they're well they you know, I mean Well they just they've don't want white broken people. up the neighborhoods. Well they just right? don't the want white people, have been destroyed. Right? They don't want white so, people. That's just, just that's what the anymore. thing. And anywhere where white people are, like the other strategies, like they're chasing you down and making it impossible. To live where you live, and it's just a matter of time, wherever you happen I was to be. Looking at, or they're going to starve you of resources to be able to live, which will make it, you know, the best case scenario is, like, you're hooked on some kind of opiate and you die. You know, second tier second tier is you're doing that, but you also you have children who are going to do the, like, I'm tired of this town and, like, leave. Yes, and then they they'll, definitely want that happening. Or they'll see, they'll see, like, they'll not know any better, and they'll see, like, the uh, the sort of 
Hey, it's your worst possible nightmare. It's the sound of Borzoi interrupting whatever wonderful talking point Mike is making right now, interrupting your own train of thought. And you're in this position listening to me right now, well, because you're listening to the free version of this show. You're not even getting all the content, and now you have to listen to me. Is this what you want? Is it really? This is the, You want to hear this? You want to hear me? That just can't possibly be what you want. So if you want to rectify that issue, go to therightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can make one-time donations and get three months, six months, even a year. So why are you doing this to yourself? This has to be especially troubling because I'm not even going to check the audio and how this sounds. So you could also be listening to just terrible audio right now. So why not just stop doing this to yourself and get behind the paywall at therightstuff.biz slash paywall. Electronic, electronically delivered through whatever app store app uh, monoculture and be like, it's happening over here. Like the monoculture is happening. Like you have to be within this many miles of a city center to really experience it. And you're like, oh, I want to go do that. And like the idea of having a home with like trees around it in space, that's like the silly thing that my stupid parents did. And I don't need that. That's dumb. They were like old white people. And so, you know, you're filled in with all the anti-white uh, sort of, I don't know, the, the cultural mentality of like those people yeah. who have old dumb ideas that don't well, work let me anymore give you an example. stupid. So I was looking at over the weekend some pictures of South Boston from the oh, late man. 70s and 80s and the uh, riots that the white people did over school busing, busing blacks oh, to fuck. their schools. Yeah, yeah. And it was wild. And it was Imagine. thousands, tens of thousands of people in the street and they were going buck wild. They were going at cops. They were going at the buses with the blacks in it. They were like they were like blockading the buses, preventing them from getting to the school. And there was thousands of these people in the street, and they were out there openly being pro-white. They had signs that said "Rights for Whites." Yeah. Um. And and they were saying like the mayor of Boston needs to resign. And at one point, and and, you know, Alan was there, and so he started telling some stories Mm. about having been there. Uh, they were there distributing leaflets for the alliance, and they were well received. And and at some point, there were people that had like Third Reich flags and shit in these in these uh, demonstrations in South Boston. And uh, at one point, Ted Kennedy went there because like, well, he's Irish. He can calm them down. And they're like, yeah, give him what his brother got. And like, apparently he had to he like ran away from that. He was shaken up by that. So that's what happened to a white neighborhood in a big city that was close knit. Uh, that's what happened when they tried to introduce blacks into their community. And so they never want to have to deal with that ever again. And so this is what they've done. Now everyone lives in suburban sprawl Mm. near a shopping center. And ultimately, you won't even have to go to the shopping center because you might encounter others there. You might become familiar with them and develop a relationship. No, you're going to stay home and get everything from Amazon. This is just what they're doing. They're like, no, no more of that because that was the last gasp, I would say, of actual big, big, like large. I mean, we're trying to rebuild that kind of a thing. I would love it to have a demonstration of thousands of people with signs that said rights for whites. That's like mm. what we want to ultimately organize. That's what right. we're trying to get together. And it's hard because of how decimated the neighborhoods have become in this country and how, mm. how separate everybody is. And, uh, and, and aside from just the, the physical separateness, there's a mental separateness mm-hmm. that has been created by the consumer culture and everything. So, yeah. Well, I mean, the, yeah. the small towns, they were, they were drained of the, of the, the offspring of like the, former generations a long time ago. Yeah. I feel like now with small towns, you end up with this sort of this influx of bourgeoisie, 
you end, you end up with like libtards yes. and people because the, a lot of those people they're the ones who appreciate nature being outside, so they want to move to a place like that. Like that's a little bit aspirational for them. Yeah, it's it's away from a. a, a it's actually they're, what they're doing is they're getting away from crime and blacks and diversity, and they're getting relatively cheaper housing. And they're going out someplace where they can be around nature in the country. So yeah, but then they're, they're, they're also they're, but then they get into the community, they get into the public policy decisions, and they mm-hmm. start chilling yes. for diversity yep. and more crime. Yeah, and they're like, what and happened? If they've got <laughs> if they've got kids, they develop like a mini little anarchist scene, and then if they and then the actual people that have lived there all along, they start doing things like get you. We don't want your racism in our town. It's like. Yep, yep, the rim of the of the farming population. Yep. Those people, yeah, they have to deal with that influx of of folks who have completely opposite politics from them and they just end up co-opting whatever community they move into. Yes. And I they, saw, and they I, saw, love I, saw, to... I saw I saw that in Floyd County. Was like it Floyd Bozeman, County. Montana? Yeah. Was that was a big one? Was it Bozeman, Montana or Bozeman, Minnesota? I don't remember. There's a There's a town the in name... Montana they were all going to. Now, I don't I think know it was Bozeman. Well they... I don't know why that name sticks out to me. Maybe they have like I really remember... good like a town with really Even good like in... surround sound. Even in Pikeville, Kentucky, they remember that whole redneck revolt thing? That was bullshit. Yeah. These yeah. aren't rednecks. Mm. These are bougie people that had moved out to the country and and had and are now adopting, co-opting that identity for their gay left wing politics. And they would not want anything to do with the actual Kentucky rednecks. Now there are there were Kentucky rednecks in those in the, in in that area that want nothing to do with us either, because they were like, just I don't want to do anything to do with anybody. Like <laughs> You know, there there were those people. But generally speaking, you know, the actual poor white people in, in Pike County, uh, Kentucky didn't receive us badly. Some of them were confused, but sure. they, they weren't like they weren't like angry about it. And some of them were just like, thank you for what you're doing. And then there were some people that were just like, oh, I don't want to do any of this shit. All oh, you people coming out from outside. So I just want to be in my holler with, you know, and that's it. And just like, leave me the fuck alone. But um, but yeah. Uh, but they certainly are not going to have anything. I mean, they might adopt what we're saying. There's no way they're going to go for that leftist crap. That's impossible. Right. <laughs> There's a good likelihood you're going to get some of these hillbillies that are just like, fuck off. I don't want anything to do with any of you people. But <laughs> you're definitely not going to get them being leftists. That's not going to happen. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah that, that's why a lot of people live out in places like where I am. They want to get away from other people. They don't want to be around other people. And that's, it's I mean, that's, that's, the, that's fine with them. But at some point, like if, if ultimately your whole point is getting away from other people, then you're always going to probably be able to do that mm. in America to some extent, to some extent. Um, but you might have to keep running because they're going to keep, oh, they're, they're, gonna they're keep coming for everywhere. They want you everywhere. I mean, there's just like, yeah. there's ridiculous nigger fucking incidents happening everywhere. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is the suburbs. Well, look at them. Look at. I mean, <laughs> the look first at, refuge look at, of whites, which look is at, the close-in suburbs. Look at They're the McMichaels. Now. Where were the McMichaels? Yeah. That wasn't exactly a fucking city center. They were out in the goddamn woods. You know. Well, that's Georgia, though. They've always been out in the woods in Georgia. <laughs> All right, but I mean, that was that was a fair. Um, yeah. Mind to understand, yeah. that was a fairly remote location. I mean, it was a little yeah. neighborhood, but. Well, what was interesting is it was a little neighborhood where everybody had a security camera, and why was that? Because because well, the nigger the might come and steal your power of tools. These blacks. <laughs> And even and in the end, black people. Yeah. And what annoyed me about that 
was that the the community didn't rally around the McMichaels. Years right. ago, they would have. Exactly. That was the. That's Years been the ago, big they change. And said they and they and they were conserv. This was a conservative community. Yeah. This is a conservative community. These well, this is what, well, this is what. Well, this I mean, that's basically the Republican establishment. Not even establishment. Just all of them. There's no establishment. There's no anti-establishment Republican. You're all just part of the fucking fucking. Yeah, part of a machine. But it's like they were the machine was trying desperately to take the people of colors. If you're hearing my voice right now, something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. Unless this is just how you want to live. Who am I to tell people to stop listening to free content that's constantly interrupted that has to deal with my voice and whatever audio quality this is gonna come out in? Who am I to tell people that they should be getting behind the paywall at the right stuff dot biz slash paywall? Especially if they're not white, which I assume that's what, what you probably are. If you're hearing my voice right now, this is that's just that's just my assumption. I could be wrong, but I mean, if you're not white legally, you do have to tell me that you're not white. This is. I told Sven that I'd I'd record some commercials for him, and at first I thought I was going to put some effort into it, but then I realized, why don't I just ramble in the dumbest way possible and force you to listen to it? Because that's what you're doing right now. You are listening to this. What it, Mike was probably saying something very interesting, something very insightful, and now you're listening to me. Is this really what you want? Is this is this how you want to live? Do you want to be non-white? Because again, that's I just assume that's what you are. You could always fix that. You could rectify this problem by going to the right stuff that is slash paywall and getting yourself a subscription, and then you'll never have to hear me again, you know, unless I'm filling it or something. Side for years and they finally got it done in 2020 right like yeah that was just yeah. one of those cases like before then they were trying to do that for years and they couldn't because basically because of twitter they couldn't yeah. because of us they couldn't there was enough pushback still but also i was thinking about no, something but, i was thinking about something but those the, neighbors of his weren't like following instructions from the of the michael's neighbors they weren't like following instructions from the gop subs they're just fucking cowards I mean, I was watching some of their testimony. Right, but you got to understand. They were just fucking cowards. But I don't think they just. I don't think it just came upon came upon it right. themselves that I'm going to throw my neighbor in the bus. I was like, wow, when I uh, yeah, look was... at when I look at what's going on out there, I don't see any support for them whatsoever. So I'm not. I'm not right. going to be the one sticking my neck. I'll just right. go along with the thing, which is what they always do. I mean, that's the that's the level right. of cowardice. Even though every one of those people knew that Ahmed Arbery and other blacks were robbing houses in the area, and that they had set up security cameras around their house because blacks were robbing houses in the area. Mm. And until until Gregory and, and Travis McMichaels were caught, they were perfectly happy to have these guys watching the neighborhood. And then suddenly, when they get caught, these bougie fucking conservative fucks throw them under the bus in court. Saying, well, yeah, they were always racist and they were doing, they were, they were pretending to be cops. And first of all, he was a fucking cop. Yeah. And secondly, you know, this lady, I remember yeah, seeing yeah, this one lady that, that, absolutely that kind of behavior, me. that's what slaves do. That's what yes. class yeah. people do. Yeah, that's what they, they know on some level how this, how their, their position mm-hmm. in society works. Right. So whenever somebody does something like that, of course they're going to throw them in the bus. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what, the problem is that you, you have to break out of, like everyone understands, I understand. Like they, it shows you they understand how the system works. They just don't have a mentality of of fighting it. Right. But that's the difference between them and us. And at some point, I, there's also people for whom dignity is more important than consequences. And for me, it's like, yeah, I would hate to go to jail, or I would hate to have people get mad at me or whatever. But like at some point, self-respect comes into account here. 
Like, I just wouldn't be able to live with myself. I would hate myself for doing what those people did. And I, what I can't grasp about this mentality is how they don't hate them. Maybe they do. Maybe they do hate themselves. Or maybe they're just like, I'm just glad that that, that mess is not uh, is not in my uh, front yeah. yard anymore, and I don't have to deal with it. I'm glad it's and, not me, and I'm going to throw this other guy under the bus of, uh, to keep them away from me. I'm glad Jupiter Pulsion Pulsion wasn't my daughter, right? I mean, that's what it is. That's where people go with it. Like, well, wow. that's the mentality we have to fight yeah. against. We have to encourage people to not think like that. that yeah. You should think that it is your daughter, it is your neighbor, and it could be you next, because that's how you create solidarity. That's what's important. It's not, it, and and at some point, personal consequences to you, mm. like I don't want anybody to get in trouble or anything like that, but at some point, like you're going to have to make some kind of a, a choice here and oh, you're going to have to take some kind me. of a risk. The other yeah. thing is these neighbors, they don't actually hang out with McMichaels. It's not like they're doing stuff together. It's, like, right, it's not yeah. like these people have any kind of genuine social connection to each other. They're just as deracinated and atomized and disconnected as everyone else in this fucking That's... garbage fire of a country. Yeah, they were just doing the courtesy of, hey, neighbors who I maybe say hi to on the street, would yeah. you like me to look out for your yard? Because I know there's a, there's somebody. And I think they they were even saying, one of the things they were saying that was throwing them under the bus is like, yes, when he would talk to us about the break-ins, he would always make sure to say it was like a black person doing it. So you're right, because he's a cop. Well, also, one, one he's telling one he's a human being that, that observes it's a black person doing it. Right. You know it's a black person doing it. You know if you see a black person walking around the street casing houses, that's a thief. You know it. Everyone knows it. As deracinated as you are, you all know it. You all know that's a thief, if not worse. Hey, there we go. So, anyway. Now, I mean, a thief who tried to be a murderer by grabbing somebody's gun. Anyway. Um, You're supposed to do the right thing. <laughs> which is what well that's the funny thing about the movie what is the right thing what was the right thing in that movie letting they don't niggers, actually explain it you're supposed to allow them to have their violent outbursts and see that it's like let niggers burn down your pizza shop that's the right thing that's the right yeah, thing I, guess so. I think and the then, right thing is to move to Uruguay and then you throw the they take the guy who gave <laughs> the, you take the guy who threw the trash can through your front window and started it and you give him $500 and then you act like he's just yeah that doesn't make any fucking sense that they would that's the, but I mean that's that's the whole thing right like you're going to let us wreck our country, and then you're going to pay us reparations. I mean, that, that, that's how I Yeah, I mean, that I guess that's the message. We get to burn your shit down, and then you pay us. I mean, that's yeah. the, that's actually what it is, That's right? do the right thing, in a nutshell. Uh, but I yeah. don't have to do the right... I have content here from uh, from, the, <laughs> from WAPO uh, related to... Uh, Hold on, Jupiter. I'm not, I'm not done, because I, I did a little minor derail. I mentioned Uruguay. Oh. You know what percentage of the population is white? A good chunk? 87.7. I mean, what's white in Uruguay? So... Stryker's family comes from that thirteen <laughs> percent. That 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 little South American country is far wider than the United States. It's pretty much yeah. wider than any state in the United States at this point. Yes, it's very similar so to <laughs> it's demographically. It was funny because when people found out that Stryker's uh, mother was from there or his family members are from there, they're like, uh, "Oh yeah, see, he's uh, he's Spanish." I'm like those are Italian immigrants. Sp Sp Spanish and Italian immigrants. Yeah, yeah, those are those are Europeans. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. are Europeans. Just because they speak Spanish does not mean that they're fucking little brown skinned villagers. Right. No, no. Right. Why, why are people so stupid about? Yeah, Stryker's like a little white skinned. Well, villager. because when you <laughs> because if you meet an Uruguayan on the street in America, he's four and a half feet tall. He's mowing the lawn. No, but you don't. You don't meet one. You, don't. you meet are Guatemalans <laughs> and fucking Hondurans and Mexicans and yeah. like. <laughs> You Colombians, you don't meet Uruguayans because they don't leave because it's better there than here. The, the only time I've ever <laughs> met somebody like that, it was clearly an Italian that was from South America. Right. 
And he was so well, obviously the, the Uruguayan you've met is Stryker. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've where, met like, part of his family is from there. This I'm pretty like sure. That, I'm pretty sure they have an like, Indian. Oh, South America, it's just full of brown people. No, yeah, no, no. that's South what I was the point I was making. You think you think they're all the little the squad Incas, and they're not. Because I know, yeah. I know, I've met, I know, I've met some lawnmowers who who claim Uruguayan. Maybe it was Paraguayan. Maybe it was Paraguay. Maybe oh, which I don't know as much about. But Uruguay is right which next flag? to Brazil. And southern Brazil is also pretty white. The southern the part of Brazil Uruguayan is where the white people live. So it's very demographically similar. If I could go back in time and tell myself one thing, it'd be like, learn Spanish, move to South America now. You're <laughs> going to want to get out of America. Get down to a real country. <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing is, Uruguay manages to keep a low profile. Like, they don't really get involved in international mm-hmm. affairs too much. Mm-hmm. They're not getting involved in, in like, wars and, and and joining coalitions and sending troops anywhere. And uh, I think it's it's poorer than America on paper, but you know, I don't think they're they're not like it's not like they're in you know it's not like hugely bad there. I don't know. I don't know much about it, but I do know that it's it seems like a quiet, nice little what, place. What does poorer than America mean? Because well, everybody that, I don't in this country is fucking poor. We just have right. a, an elite class that has a shitload right. of money. There's like a ton of money at the top, and that sort of makes it that distorts things, right? Um, but also people, even in America, people with high incomes <clears throat> are living, depending where you live, like you could have a high income in New York city and live like shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like one thing somebody said to me was, you know, it was funny. It was like the way I was living in New York city, like I could be a pizza delivery man and have like the same lifestyle <laughs> in like, in like some smaller town in America. Like you could literally, literally get like some scrub job, like delivering pizza and have a larger apartment. Or, right, you know, or, or live in a trailer that's bigger. Right, and depending, than the depending on your life priorities, living in some small rural places Dude, is going to be better for you. What's so funny is that these people that live in these boxes, these tiny little boxes in New York City, and and work these jobs where they actually get paid relatively high salaries, their lifestyles are shit. But also, they make fun of like trailer people. I'm like, dude, one. Whenever, like, I know there's probably some awfully run-down, shitty trailers, but there are some nice ones, and or or even like a double wide. That's like way bigger than a New York City apartment. And if you keep the, it up, yeah, it's whatever. And, the, the and double so, wides have more square footage than some of these small houses that you see people paying like seven hundred thousand yeah. dollars for. Yeah, and it's like you would if you if you were a New York if you were someone who is like a middle class New York City dweller who is used to the type of apartment you get there on your like. Some Oh, hi, guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption. Not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you, we need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at therightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use money orders. You can use crypto. You can use e-checks. You can even go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. Sometimes even six-figure salary. That person walks into like a double-wide like manufactured house as long as it's got like some okay furniture and it's not like completely rotting out or whatever which some of them might be there be this is luxurious this is huge mm-hmm. how can you afford this it's like well because it's in the middle of fucking west virginia on the side of a hill like no one cares like there's no the real estate prices are, you know whatever right basically because but, uh, because yeah. of all the anti-white <laughs> shade you throw on being living in a trailer that's how yeah. <laughs> What's, what 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 is like the downside? You're like, oh no, I'm surrounded by nature and mountains and and fucking creeks and rivers. Oh god, this is so terrible. You don't well, get the that downside shit. is you can't go into your. Well, the, here's the thing. Well, the downside is any these... the downside is any like actual like real economical job providing 
institution has been moved to another country or just shut down. Yes. <laughs> any any actual do. job that doesn't require telecommuting doesn't exist. It's like, can you, can you, or, or to the extent it does, it's just like, it's like, can you, God like, these people can do. you beat out the pack with, with your fucking uh, dollar general application? Like, will you, will you be one of the, one of the proud clerks <laughs> of the local family yeah. dollar? Like, can you get in on yes. that? Or are you yes, just going to be one of the labor short? Are you going to be one of the also rands? Yeah. Like I can tell you from my own observations that they, they run into problems finding people to work those jobs. And a lot of it is the, yeah. the, the drug use is so heavy that it's hard yeah. to find somebody who's not. Yeah. <laughs> half, half the ones they have are still doing that. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. But and then the, when libtards move out to these areas, they, they just get internet and they telecommute. Mm-hmm. And, and COVID assisted that greatly. Like COVID actually helped a lot of this migration of libtards out to other parts of the country through yeah. uh, telecommuting being a thing that, that they were allowing on a, on a large scale and also trying to get away from no, stop black it's, crime and rioting. No, you're, you're talking crazy. It was a bioweapon. It was trying to kill all those people. Stop it. It was a bioweapon. Well, I'm not even commenting on that. I'm just saying that like it basically made it so all these companies would let people telecommute. And they're trying to bring that back and people aren't like – people like, don't want it. They find that because there's enough companies that will still let you do it that any company that tries to impose office hours, people will be like, I'm just going to work somewhere well, else. It seems don't like me an come anachronism. In. Why the fuck would you drive to your job if you're just going to be on the computer all day anyway? Because people don't work. People that work from home don't work. It's true. I knew it. I knew it when I was a fucking. Do they uh, not work, or do they just knock out whatever stupid bullshit they have to do fast? That's probably what it is. It's like like I'm I'm done uh, with my work. I just sit here for five more hours. I had that problem. My actually, my final corporate job. I had that problem for a long time. I was like, all right, it's been, it's been, oh, it's eleven thirty. I'm finished with everything. Guess I'll. Uh, guess I'm in prison for the next five and a half hours. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm in prison for eight hours more. Like I, I don't know because whenever I had a job, my experience is probably different because doing what the kind of stuff I was doing, there was always work. Okay. And since I was one of the ones that was actually good at it, I when see. we did have, I worked in a department where someone had to generate work for me to do, and if I caught up to that, it was like. <laughs> I occasionally had that. I, mean, yeah. I occasionally had doesn't that. Doesn't technology reframe this entire like industrial industrialized system of not just work but education? Like, why do I need to go to a college and and sit there during a lecture? Well, you go why to do a, I have to do that? Why well, you can't sit I do through that. So you, so you get the sheet that says you're part of like you're eligible for eliteness if you're not white. That's basically all that yeah, is anymore. See, the thing is, though, this is also one of the problems with technology, though. But, because but if I was engineering a society, none of that makes any sense. I'd be like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got we got internet connections for everybody. We don't have to bring them physically to a place if they're doing stuff that doesn't require them to use their body, right? Right, but don't you think that, like, to some extent, like being in a classroom with with other people or being in a lecture hall is more engaging than watching a video? Oh yeah. Or or you know what I mean? Like it's like there's something about the now again. You have to be I really dedicated to fucking off in person. Really, like you have to well, really have thing. a I mean, plan. The thing is, my, my experience working in the corporate world was different because, like I said, I actually was a productive – I was one of the 20% product, productivity people, right? You know, mm-hmm. the 80-20 rule? Yeah, sure. I was in the 20. And so they, I always had work. They're always piling it on me. There was a few times when I didn't. There's a few jobs where I didn't, they, mm-hmm. and that was like corporates. They didn't have anything for our department. Eventually, we got laid off. Uh, this was when I worked at AOL briefly. And that was a great time because that was before, like, they stopped doing severance packages. So I got, like, Oof. four months pay. 
Oh, <laughs> when I got laid off, oh. it was fucking great. It was fantastic. But um, that was the last time I ever got that. Every other time, I, every other time I got laid off, it was just like, yeah, see ya, uh, bye. And I had to negotiate. I one time negotiated for one month for my whole team when they when they cut us. I was like, you gotta, you can't just do this. Like this is messed up. And uh, they begrudgingly did it, but that was the last time. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, I, it would be like, you know, and I knew cause I had people sometimes working for me and if they were from home, I was like, I know you're not doing anything, but I also don't give a shit about this stupid company. So I'm just gonna let you fuck off. Cause I don't care. I literally do not give a shit. <laughs> so, like I wouldn't break anybody's balls about it. Cause I just like, I felt like a dick. This is why I never actually wanted to be a manager. And I told them like, don't make me a manager because they were like when are you gonna why are you always coding you you should move up to management I'm like, i don't want to be a fucking manager i don't want to tell these fucking people i have to work for you stupid shit because i hate this crap <laughs> but like <laughs> like i will literally if I, you make me a manager the project won't get done because i'll just tell everyone oh, there's no point in working on this dumb shit i've, I've, I've seen that with a lot of people like my, my brother was in a similar situation where everybody wanted to be a manager did it for a while and he was like fuck this, this well they would always tell me was like it's, it's the like next more step work. in your career path, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't want." It is more work, and it's more like, drama because then you got to manage people, you deal with people. Yeah, nobody wants to do that, especially not dealing with modern people. So they gave me like the in between thing where I was like, "Team lead," yeah, right, like team lead, meaning like lead. I was still developing, but that just means like I do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, assistant, have like three people on my team, but I just do all of them. You're like the, the Dwight Trude, like assistant to the branch manager, whoever the hell it was. Yeah, I never like, would have accepted assistant as a title. I was like, like team yeah, lead like is the, good. The, the like trade offer is like meaningless title. You get more work. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Here, here, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you, here's the deal we're offering you. We're going to be the same amount of money. But a more humiliating title and more work. I remember, <laughs> I remember Guitar Center tried to do that. You should to me take too. this offer; it's a good deal. Guitar Center <laughs> tried to promote me to like pro audio manager. I was like, "So, let me- well, this is pretty annoying." You don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But uh, you can't because you don't have a subscription. You should go to the rightstuff.biz/paywall. Tag it. Let me get this straight. So I'll ha- I won't be able to concentrate as much on making sales and earning commission. My commission bonus will be tied to the performance of everybody, every other salesman in this stupid store or in oh this God. department. Oh and if God. they don't, if they don't do well, I don't do well, and I'm also responsible for all their fuck ups, all the inventory, all the any shrink that occurs. This is all, so that's yeah. No, thank you. I will stay a lowly sales grug and just make money. Thank yeah. you very much, dude. Being being like a grug, being like a grunt is always better in my opinion in this world. I'm I don't like, never want to be a manager. And I, I want to be like how much, I was making how much more money? How much more money do I make than my manager right now? Yeah, no thank you. No thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. one company where I was making recommendations was to fire. Remember that chick we used to call diversity hire? Uh-huh. Who was the one that worked at that oh office? My always God. Making fun of her yes, and stuff? yes. Oh, those I recommended stories. that they fire her for like a year and a half. <laughs> and I left the company before they finally did. I had left the company and then I found out later on from someone that was still there, they finally got rid of her. And I was like, the one thing I'm telling you to do, it'll save you money. To get rid of this chick, but they they needed. This was back when they wanted women who code. No, that's right? a girl broad. That's a Jew broad. We need her. Yeah, it wasn't even because she was Jewish. Just because she was a broad. I think it was because she was a. She's wo- a woman in because tech. she was Jewish. She's a woman in she tech. She was a woman in tech. A woman in. Tech. A woman in tech. Someone. Yeah, you know what's funny? She a... was from the. Uh, she yeah. was Russian. 
Tom Petty, Woman in Love. She's a woman and, in tech. Good. And That'd she a used to actually tell me that when she was younger, when the Soviet Union was still around, that like everything was great for them. And I would just mm. laugh. It's like, oh, isn't that funny? <laughs> everything was great for you. And she was like, yeah. And she was like, and women were so empowered. And my mother had this big job. And I was like, right, because you're Jewish. Like, yeah, you were empowered in the USSR because you are Jewish. And, uh, yes, anyway. Randbot is very salty about prepping the car. Well, I'm just trying to help. That's that's between you two. I'm just trying to help, Randy. Just trying to show you how to to post your stream. Yeah. Um, I have some uh, Gondant here out of uh, of Fargo. You want to do some Fargo Gondant? Sure, I am. It's one of these stories. It's one of these stories where it's like, why is there always stuff in Fargo? Well, because it's related to, to the Paulson murder and yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like as a place, there's always something going on. Well, for- yeah, it's actually because one of the more interesting places in the Upper Midwest. But anyway, yeah. Well, this this article is about the Liberian community. Who is, you know, they're they're really they're really suffering from the. Uh, this is another reason why there's stuff going on in Fargo, because they took what was a very peaceful white city, small city. My father grew up there. I'm sure when my father grew up there, there was not a black face in town. It was a it was a white, mostly Scandinavian German town in the cold upper reaches of America. And it was very peaceful, very, very uh, close knit community. Actually, there, there people were they had neighborhoods. They, they knew each other. I mean, I've been to Fargo many times and it's actually the house. The homes are close together. They have neighborhoods and everybody knew everybody. My dad knew everyone on his block growing up. They all went to the same church uh, and et cetera, et cetera. And so that is now gone. Fargo is not like mm-hmm. that anymore. And it's because they moved in a bunch of these immigrant blacks and also native blacks. They've also managed to get up there, too. So literally Liberians, the ones the ones that yeah. we managed to actually put on a boat and send back to Africa and gave them their own country. They're coming back. They come back. here, yeah, And they're sending them to places like Fargo. Fargo. So the headline, this is in Washington Post by Danielle Paquette. Packet. 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 Yeah. I don't know. There's a QU yeah. in there. Whatever. Murder, Whatever. racist fires, and fear in Fargo. Imagine putting those two on the same on the same pedestal next to each other. Murder and fires. First of all, yeah, I mean, they're still a, butthurt like, about the fact that we made an issue of this. Well, somebody they're else still butthurt. About somebody it. else did some firing around there. I don't know what, but they're, they're, so this prompted oh, okay. an article about how dangerous it is to be a Liberian in Fargo. Uh, who got murdered and who did the murder? Okay, well, go who got Liberia, the fires? Though? Who did the firing? Not safe. Uh, so the aroma. If you're a dangerous place, then leave. Go back to where you came from. I almost have. Yeah, this, it seems to never be the option that they. I take. almost have this feeling that Miss Packett is like somebody's like alt, and they're and they're just one of us. The aroma of barbecue ribs used to comfort him. <laughs> <laughs> but now what? Manny Becky worried it could attract trouble. Walking that, up that the sounds like the the opening. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Is the this worst the romance dude? novel ever? No, written. Is the white dude. He's afraid the Liberians come if he starts barbecuing ribs. No, these are the it's Liberians like sending like... out smoke signals that are going to attract the niggers. <laughs> this this story is like how like Liberians are ruining literally every neighborhood, even when they're not doing any murders, and how they don't feel quite so safe because, and like the only conclu- conclusion you can draw is like you feel unsafe because there's more of you guys around. Anyway. Uh, but this oh, is funny. This yeah, is like it, yeah. So walking up to Teta's garage cookout, which in this picture. Oh hey, goy, Herschel here. Are you listening to a free fag episode of the Daily Shower? Do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription? 
I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. It's just some fucking lady's garage. There's like okay. an, Ill- it's an illegal restaurant being run in the yeah. uh he'd scan the cars lining the suburban street should everyone have parked further apart was it obvious they were having a party there could be flyers here i've never been to this part of town before i hate flyers <laughs> is this a part of town where there's flyers the bar- there could be another euphemism the barbecue sauce course through his thick, powerful veins i yeah, hate flyers hate this neighborhood it's the fucking flyers everywhere the liberian immigrants around. had tried to keep a low profile since someone a stranger oh, a neighbor God distributed hundreds of flyers labeling them as a threat to white children. A mile away, people woke up one September morning to to small plastic bags in their lawns containing a picture of a Liberian man who had recently been convicted of killing a 14-year-old girl in Fargo. The caption invoked a racist theory that foreigners of color are replacing white Americans and in the uh, the United States, and the great replacement has its consequences, in quotes there. The victim's father had appeared in court with who he called pro-white advocates. Anti-black stickers and graffiti showed up on streetlights and buildings, including the International Grocery Store, where Bay He shopped. International Grocery Store. The 37-year-old hospital chef had survived two civil wars that killed a quarter million Liberians between 1989 and 2003. But now he's in a dangerous place with flyers. Yeah, right. Well, well, now he's in a dangerous place with a bunch of Liberians. At least there was no flyers. Are they going to start another civil war in Fargo? Maybe the water. It's like, is it uh, the cut the tall trees in like Feta's uh, garage barbecue there? He wore old navy jeans over the bullet scar at his left knee and black vans over the one in his right. <laughs> I came here for safety, he said in Teta's garage, where West Africans who'd fled the conflict often gathered to eat. It feels like the safety is disappearing. Bailey isn't sure what great replacement meant until he asked a co-worker. Hey, what the, hey, what did Blood Clot say to great replacement? What are they talking about? The definition bewildered him. People actually believed that in, that Western elites controlled by Jews were plotting a migrant invasion to wrest power from conservative white voters. Okay, so one of the migrants themselves was dumbfounded by this. That's crazy. not true. Yeah. Yeah, so, so you should definitely listen. You should definitely take the fact that this low IQ African immigrant from Liberia doesn't get the idea First of all, I actually don't believe that he doesn't. But secondly, uh, you should get the fact that he's bewildered by it. Because remember, black people thinking things means you should think them oh too. Because black people are better than you, according to the media narrative in America, which is why the media in America. I don't know, dude. The media, you know, White Papers posted this thing over the weekend to have me thinking. And it was about the way that they were describing the rioting in Belgium. And it's like, it really is fucking outrageous that the media lies like this. Like, I think sometimes we don't stop enough to think about how how just absolutely outrageous it is that everything you see is a fucking lie. Like, what you, everybody deserves better than that. I mean, it's disgusting. And the people that do this are just enemies and they need to go. It's disgusting to me. Because he was saying how they were trying to frame it like it was Belgians rather than Moroccans in Belgium. Right. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was, it was the, it was, and that's just the facts. That's just the truth. 
why why so, do they just lie? Why do they lie? I mean, they we know why they lie, and it's just out, it's outrageous that everything that you hear in the news is a lie. It's fucking outrageous. Anyway, so go ahead. So in a, in a, they don't, I don't think they quite grasp what they're doing here. But when they say the people actually believe that in Western that Western elites controlled by Jews were plotting a migrant invasion to wrest power from conservative white voters, like that's basically like you got it wrong on purpose so you could push the narrative about how st- silly it is because it says right here the theory hinges on the idea that all black immigrants go to the rightstuff.biz/paywall for your subscription today. Back to Democrats, which he found laughable. Behe hoped to vote for Donald Trump in 2024. Well, that just proves that, yeah, like, yeah, I mean. <laughs> they're, 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 even, they're even lying about what the Great Replacement Theory is. Yeah. Now, great Replacement is it's replacing white people. people. <laughs> I mean. Right, and there are some people that thought that you could get the Republican Party's attention mm. and get them to act on this issue by framing it in this way. Sure, I remember saying that. And in as 2015! It out, as it turned out. <laughs> now, the thing is, well, what happened was then people took that and they took the idea that you're like, if they get rid of whites... The GOP can't win elections, which is still actually to this day true. But my thing is, like, let's just get rid of whites voting for the GOP because they don't care about this issue or they are they are conniving and collaborating with the people it's, doing it's this. It's going to happen inevitably anyway, because the, the younger demographics overwhelmingly vote more for Democrats. Well, they just, they just yes, vote. those that those that vote. I mean, most of them don't vote. But, but see, honestly, it's always. You, you could make a strong case. The only thing that's kept the Republican Party going has been baby boomers and older folks. That's oh, yeah, basically. absolutely. But there's also the bit of like um, people tend to people always like it always has been that younger people vote more liberal and they grow more conservative as oh, yeah. they get older. But I am not I'm not like saying that that's something we need to perpetuate or something like that. Or the younger people need to start voting Republican. They're not going to vote Republican. They're also the younger people. The main problem with the younger generation is that in some age cohorts, it's already more than half non-white. Like I think when you get down to like toddlers, like more than half of toddlers are already not white. Mm-hmm. Now there was a brief, <laughs> there was a brief blip up in uh, in white births. Um, frankly, a lot of it probably because of COVID restrictions, which is why they're never coming back. <laughs> and now the CIA is using COVID restrictions in China to organize fucking anti-government protests there, that. which is funny. Um, and, there, you know, people are saying, oh, no, it's like natural. And, of course, conservatives are going to – this is a digression, but let's keep going with this. We'll talk about that China shit in a minute. They basically – the Chinese arrested a bunch of white people inciting those protests. Those are fucking CIA agents. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. Um, a Lutheran charity had brought most of his Liberian friends to North Dakota so they could live in peace, not fulfill the electoral bidding of imaginary puppet masters. Well, who cares? Like, again – well, the electoral no, bi- I, the, ele- the electoral bidding is not the point. It's like there's a bunch of niggers yeah, there's nothing in to do with ele- elections. Don't really now, matter for the ultimate goal of this. It's not about it is the idea that it's about elections is a, is an is a purposely distorted thing. Yes, even the people that right. are making even the people that started out making this point to Republicans were kind of making the 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 decline of the Republican cynical, Party like that was like a cynical that was a yeah. cynical strategy when it was put out. It was like trying to tell, hey, you know. You might. You should probably stop signaling about how not racist you are and get on board with this because you're never going to win an election again unless you do. Right. It was a cynical. And what happened was the Republicans said, "Yeah, we know, and we don't care." And now, fuck you. Yeah. Now you're excluded from our party. Yeah. Like we're going to put all our energy into trying to get like blacks and Mexicans or something to vote for us. And in the end, I think they will get Mexicans and 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 uh, Latinos to vote for them. 
uh, or they'll they'll figure out a way to manage. The, or if they can't, then their system might be in jeopardy. Right. But so, either way, they don't care. They're not going to go. They're not going to say like, for the sake of the GOP, we're going to let white people back. Like white people have to do that for themselves. I don't, I don't think they're going to keep this two party system going. Forever. They're not. It's going to. I, it's, I it's, it's, already, it's already. It's already. I, I don't even know if they can get the numbers with the uh, Latinos because they. Even in uh, the 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 Trump election, they still didn't overwhelmingly vote for Trump. It was still mostly them voting for uh, Biden. They the Republicans a, been creeping. They've been creeping up slightly, election after election, in the number of Hispanic voters. But it doesn't really matter. My they thing just is, keep... we can destroy the Republican Party right now by white people, those of, the, of us here, holding back our votes from them. That will that will rapidly. De- decrease their voter base and destabilize the system in a major way, and that's what I think should happen. Just don't vote for the GOP. So Just the, don't. So and, this and let them figure out what the fuck they're going to do. So this author then has to dangle the uh, specter of three man bites. This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Dog. You know mass shootings related to, you know, the, basically he talks about uh, uh, the Buffalo shooting, the Mexican Walmart shooting, and uh, Bowers in the Pittsburgh synagogue. So basically you've got three. One and one, absol- one was absolutely managed by an FBI agent. <laughs> Buffalo. I don't yes. remember what the, uh, I don't remember what the, well, actually on the Texas El Paso uh, Walmart shooting was like. I don't think that guy was actually. Wasn't that guy Hispanic? Himself? Well, I don't, I don't really remember. Was, it doesn't, but it doesn't he matter. He himself was Hispanic. Okay, now, but, the, but was, it doesn't matter. The point being, like here you have these yeah. three, these three like flashy news events. Meanwhile, you have like daily mundane nigger murders all over the country. Right, and and who, if you ask, With no, yeah, that guy, that actual West African, yeah, where did those bullet holes come from? In your body. Well, they came from other blacks. Yeah, right. Who are you afraid of in Fargo? So we're in getting, reality, you're not afraid of a white mass shooter. You're not. You're afraid of other black people. You're not afraid of flyers. Right. What, what you're afraid that when more and more blacks come into Fargo, they might hurt you. Yeah, so let's get to Just that. like the same as it's the white gonna, people are it's, afraid of. It's going to sort totally of go rational. there. Were the Liberians in North Dakota at risk too? Could the Afrobeat music at their cookout bring danger? You always want to be alert, Behe said, fidgeting about his chair, just in case. The Great Replacement, a, doc, a doctrine of the Ku Klux Klan and other white supremacist groups for oh decades, has lately been finding a bigger audience. Tucker Carlson, one of the nation's most popular cable TV hosts, name-checked it last year about Haitian migrants seeking asylum in Texas. President Biden wanted to change the racial mix of the country with his lax border control, Carlson said. In political terms, this policy is called the Great Replacement, he said. The replacement of legacy Americans with more obedient people from faraway countries. They're not more obedient. And they're not legacy Americans. It's white uh, the white Americans and the others aren't more obedient. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Uh, such rhetoric has become pillar of far-right rallies with animosity aimed at undocumented immigrants. Days before Bay's cookout, MG, MTG told an Arizona audience that outsiders were on the verge of replacing you, replacing your job, replacing your kids at school. Not on the verge. They kind of already have out there. They're already Coming from all over the world. The thing is, all they can do is, one, frame it in a dishonest way. Or say that while it's happening, and, it's not happening for some reason. Like, and then just, like, there's just like, lie, just basically lie. Like they have One this thing quote, they'll never like, allow. Like they have this quote, they're also re- they're also replacing your culture. It's like, is MGT really lying? I mean, you're, you're doing a report about a garage that's been converted into a makeshift right. illegal barbecue restaurant. That's not a white cultural music. thing. That's a nigger thing. Right. 
Yeah. Right, and you're basically like having and, a, and you having know that non- and you know that it's true because you're framing this article as like, oh my god, someone has noticed this cultural replacement. They've put out flyers. Are they in danger of a mass shooting happening in this garage anymore? Like that's basically your fear. You're acknowledging the well, you're fucking premise. You're trying to you're also highlighting it as better because remember they always have this. There's this underwritten assumption in yeah. all media stuff that black culture is superior to white culture. It's more authentic. It's more genuine. It's more down to earth. It's it's like white people have like this phony culture. They're they're tightwads. They can't play basketball or jump around. They can't dance at weddings. They're embarrassing and cringy. But look at these cool, smooth blacks with their beat music and their fried chicken and their and their non code restaurant in somebody's fucking garage is probably filled with bleach and soap and grease. Uh, it's probably fucking disgusting. And uh, and and so yeah, that that's and it's sort of like well, if if you if you take my father's Fargo. Which was super white, very Scandinavian and German in its in its culture, and like very neighborhood oriented, very collective oriented. Like mm-hmm. everybody went to church, everybody brought a casserole to the potluck. You know, whatever you want to say about that. Oh, that's too white bread. Fine, then get the fuck out of here. Stay the fuck out. Don't bring your fucking chicken Afro beat shit here. Then, if you don't like it, if it's so white bread, then just leave it alone. What mm-hmm. the fuck do you care? Yeah, that reminds right, but me. But that, was... that would never have been that kind of thing in my father's Fargo. And if there was, as nice Scandinavian nice as it was back in those days, people would have said, "Get the fuck out." But they don't say that anymore because they've been fucking mentally destroyed by media. Yeah, that that pre- media and that premise is so strong. Like I was, I was in a uh, over the weekend. I was, I was doing some traveling, not too far, but I was in what was sort of a local like food chain that I'd never been to before. And they had, a, you know, they sometimes they put all those like award articles and good reviews mm. on the wall. So they had one on the wall, and this place had been established in the 1920s or something, and it was Italians, and uh, made mention like <laughs> some people think that ca- uh, that uh, this state is just one big suburb, but actually they had a thriving immigrant and blah blah blah. So so you don't have a so you don't have a good culture unless there's a thriving immigrant community. Is basically. Hey everybody, Jordan Peterson here. I wrote a book about 12 rules for how to live your life, and I have a 13th rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to therightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs. What you're saying, so like, yeah, like, I mean, like the only reason I anything is any good is... media. Yeah. And that was just, I hate them and so that was just much. In and a the way fucking, they That was a fucking things. food review. It was a review for a yeah. shitty restaurant. Yeah. And the way the media frames this, it's like... The Great Replacement is happening, and it's great until you talk about it. Then you're a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. It's literally like you deny it, and remember the whole thing, the Bob Whittaker thing. You, they deny, and then they justify it. Yeah. And inevitably, if pressed on it, they will justify it. Mm-hmm. They will they will acknowledge that it's happening and say it's better. And so the question is like they never allow a genuine debate. And even Tucker Carlson and MTG will occasionally drop like I mean they have to they have to quote from a speech that she gave not something she said on TV but mm-hmm. some speech she gave right where she actually then made, went into a little bit more truth Tucker generally speaking always characterizes this in terms of the Republican party and their interests and their voter interests and the and the replacement of 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 whites because whites vote republican and democrats want to do mm-hmm. that is his framing generally speaking sometimes until he, he departs from that until he but, needs to, but it's still until he needs to throw shade on white liberals that are destroying the country so that you don't talk about Jews He's right. white. He's literally well, that's white. That's another liberals. thing he does. It's white liberals that are doing it, right? It's white liberals that are doing it. So the way conservatives frame this, the way conservatives have co-opted and framed this, is stupid. Mm-hmm. And so it gives them then this chance to say, okay, this is dumb. I'm like, no. But if you actually confront it the way it is, no, it's not about Republican voters. Mm-hmm. It's about replacing whites. And yes, there is a replacement to their culture, which you yourself document and say is great. 
because you're always shitting on white people's yep. culture or saying it doesn't exist. So now we're going to start um, get into what you said a second ago about who are you scared of. Yeah. So tangy smoke filled Ted's garage. Even in light jacket yeah, weather, the group of immigrants kept the doors shut. They'd taken a cue from the area's Liberian churches, which had begun bolting their entrances during service. They feared someone, a stranger, a neighbor, would show up with a gun. Or a machete, right? I mean, who, like, what neighbors exactly? Like, yeah. you're, you're, you're afraid, like, where did this come from? What do you think is going to happen? Mm-hmm. But I just, like, uh, they have keeping the door shut. I was like, what kids in Idaho. I was like, what if, what if the cops told them, you need to shut the door so we don't have to have the health department come by and shut your illegal restaurant down? Like maybe that's the real reason it's closed. Like you're doing like an illegal. I'm sure the door is shut so that they so that they, they don't get that, that yeah. the health department doesn't like shut down. So for, so now like, we have actually, so now we have the flyers. <laughs> the flyers. Daisy Jupiter Paulson was skateboarding from her father's house to his mother's in June 2021. Arthur Colley, 23, attacked her with a knife. He stabbed her more than 20 times outside of a party city. Police said seemingly at random. The girl died days later. The Fargo mayor, police chief, and county sheriff attended. Wasn't her, random. He stalked her. Right. Attended he her public her memorial. As a victim and stalked her. Soon after, Jupiter's face began appearing in white supremacist propaganda. On the anniversary of her death. Which is way ma- worse than her getting imagine, murdered, right? Imagine, like, right, right, imagine you have worse. to be. You're so dedicated to your Jewish, Jewish cause. Like, black people stop killing white people is white supremacist. Yeah. Yeah. Being mad that, it, that a foreigner that was transplanted, artificially transplanted by the state, Against your will, uh, like objectively, these people a literal are in race Fargo because of elites. You're upset like, about elites. a race crime, and now you're the now you're the. I mean, it's just it's hypocrisy bingo. But whatever, like we're supposed but to. This, you're that. supposed like, to hate race crimes. Oh, that's right. You like race crimes against whites. I mean, that's literally what it is. Like they're ha- or you like, just brush them off. They, yeah. they have trouble like saying they like it, even though they do like it. But they brush it off like it's just some random thing. Like it could have been anybody. I remember when even Sargon was saying this. Like, oh, it could have been if blacks weren't doing it, like whites would be doing it. That's just not oh, fucking that's true. Yeah. There's no <laughs> data like to support a such demand for it. They're just yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, they're just that's, feel, that's, they're that's just filling the stabbing but, quota. Like <laughs> right, the, right. Like someone's gonna be doing the stabbing. My blacks are just ones doing it now. It's like well, maybe but without blacks, people just won't do it. That's another uh, option. I mean, in fact, now, in fact. That's what the data seems to support, but um. And now we get to but, the good, uh, now we get to the good part yeah. where they have to make sure they don't mention a certain a certain extremely serious party that is trying to. Oh yeah, they're not going to mention. That. <laughs> on well, the they, an- they on, made the mistake of doing it a bunch of times on, already. But on yeah. the anniversary of her death, members of a group known for peddling racist and anti-Semitic conspiracies marched through Fargo, holding signs that said "Justice for Jupiter." That yeah. in and of itself is that a, is that a Jewish conspiracy? Four months later, following Collie's murder conviction. Flyers the size of postcards landed before dawn in the yards of a mostly white neighborhood near an elementary school. They came in plastic bags packed with dried corn, probably to make them easier to throw, officers noted at the scene. The front featured photos of Jupiter and Kali, the great replacement and its consequences. The back directed people to the websites of a white supremacist network that took credit for distributing racist flyers across the upper Midwest. Do you really want your children to become a hated minority in their own country, the group wrote. Police announced an investigation, asking residents to share home security footage that might reveal the culprit. Officers were able to identify only what, a suspicious. Was what they were sedan. doing illegal? Oh, it's illegal. That's like seriously. Why did the police get involved in things that aren't illegal? It's not a crime to hurt feelings, though. A man commented on the West Fargo Police I mean, Department's Facebook maybe page. Maybe give them a littering <laughs> ticket. Like that's maybe as far as it goes, right? If you want to actually get down into the nitty gritty. But like, why are the police investigating things? And they take it. This is the thing. They were wondering, like, oh, how did Daryl Brooks get out of prison? Well, because the police are busy investigating stickers. Yeah. 
which are definitely not illegal. What's to investigate? Another man asked. We do have free speech rights here in America. The police chief, Dennis. Wait, what? Mike was going to say what? Did we all miss that? Is that because this is the free fag edition? Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. Otterness tried to explain disgruntled callers. Yes, he respected the First Amendment, but not really. But at the very no, least, whoever scattered fires had violated a littering, littering ordinance. Yeah, you know. They have damaged property. They could face fine. Really? So now firing is littering. Interesting. But, but why are you prioritizing a littering investigation? Are, like if a guy is driving down the highway and throws his fucking McDonald's bag out on the street, that's actually far more offensive to me than these flyers. Do you do you like drop everything? And devote resources to that? No, you don't give a shit about it because you figure like whoever whoever it is on the cleanup cruise is going to get it next time around, right? But like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. We want our neighbors. This, this, this is the same place where somebody stalked and killed a, a white girl, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. So the, the littering is a high priority here. Yeah. Yeah. We, good. We, That's good. We want our neighbors. You know, it's funny to be feel welcome. When we were here, in Fargo, said. actually. Um, when we had that, sorry, sorry, I didn't okay. mean to uh, interrupt. When we had that little encounter with those anarchists, one of the cops that showed up to the scene was the cop that responded to the Jupiter Paulson scene. Hmm. He was, uh, shall we say, totally unsympathetic to the anarchist side of this, hmm. and was actually quite, quite professional and nice to us, and and basically told us like you're not doing anything wrong. Mm. and didn't do anything to us and this out this fucking the out the anarchists blew up because of this and one of them like ran across the street to try to like do a violence and he was tackled and arrested <laughs> <laughs> he, he ended up getting let go later on they they mm. released him they didn't charge him but they yeah he was tackled and arrested but, yeah which is something i didn't even see other people told me about it like oh you were looking the other way it was fucking funny and i was like oh shit anyway um, but that's how angry those fucking those anarchists, man. They yeah. were so frustrated. They were so fucking mad. So, and and that's because we were just owning them left and right. But anyway, yeah. So the police chief says, We want our neighbors to feel welcome here. And then underneath that quote is like a picture of big nigger. Like, that's who you mean. We want our niggers to feel welcome here. And uh, they acknowledge that in the next sentence. So that sense of welcome is fragile, said Ebenezer Say. Apparently, that's Ebenezer in the photo there. President of the State Liberian Association. So there's an association of librarians in your state, and it has a president. And he is not sure he feels welcome in the uh, in the in the uh, garage okay. barbecue, the illegal garage barbecue uh, restaurant on the You're street. You're probably there. not welcome. The only issue is most people are afraid to say it. Well, yeah, probably. But generally yeah. speaking, people there's don't a disconnect want to between like what the uh, your your precious Lutheran charity and what the power elite of this country want, and what the people who actually live in Fargo want. Right. When the first group of librarians resettled here about two decades ago, they confronted some misunderstandings. Neighbors used to call the police, characterizing their lively conversations as aggressive. We are not fighting, say said. We are just loud. Co-workers complained about the smell. Okay, so that's, a, so that's another wait, cultural wait, replacement wait, 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 wait. Right? <laughs> Co-workers complained about the smell of Liberian lunches. Maybe they weren't accustomed to West African spices. Like what? Like like dung? Like what do you use? No, it just smells like butt. Like dirt? It just smells like butt. It smells like an unwiped butt. Just white white people just hate the smell of spicy food. That's what it is. This is so great. Yeah, white people just white people just hate spice. Oh, and they hate lively conversations. Because because they're like niggers screaming at each just, other. It wasn't just the lively conversation. It's niggers screaming at each because other on the street. You don't want it. Yeah, it's yeah, and and you could have like you could have. Here's the funny thing. My relatives from Fargo, 
used to think that I was like because I'm from New Jersey that you're loud. and the way I talk, I'm like loud and animated, right? No one ever called the cops on me. <laughs> they were just like, "Oh, Mike, you're so funny. Why are you talking so funny?" And like they just laughed and thought it was funny. Like my cousins used to always cry. They they like, do the New York thing again. And I'll be like, oh, "Yeah, fuck, I forgot about it." And they would be like, Yee! "You know." So like, but like, uh, yeah. So it's not, you know, it's like you could have like me and Striker on a street corner in Fargo, which we actually have been. Actually, no, I don't strike her. Strike her on the far. But you could have us doing that, and like, you know, don't people don't call people wouldn't call the cops of like two mm. like New Yorkers like loudly gesticulating at each because they're white. It's, they yeah. might be annoyed by it, but they're white people, so they're not mm. gonna they're not gonna assume you're up to like shenanigans. But niggers yelling at each other, it's like oof, what, this is gonna break out. This literally could break out into violence at any time. And having grown up around blacks, <laughs> it usually does. And you usually want to when you see blacks starting to get rowdy and yelling around each other. You want to get away from that area because violence will yeah. soon follow. Am I about to accidentally be stabbed? Am I about to be on purpose? Am stabbed? I about to be caught in the blast radius yeah. here? Let me get the fuck out of here. Is is there is there like re- retarded nigger rage about to get turned on me because I'm in the area? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Am, I, am I gonna accidentally make eye contact and just be a target so, for that? Like, so Ebenezer say met with city officials. This is this is we're going back to the beginning, the origin stories of the Liberians in Fargo. Wait, his last name is Say. S A Y E Saye Saye nigger Say nigger that's good. So he's met with city officials. That should be the note. That could be the show site. Well, I've been doing a, I've been doing with a meme a meme with the notes. I've been make they're all been slice of this or that. So that's, oh, okay. that would break my joke. So say met with city officials. He shared bowls of fufu or cassava balls. The fuck is that? I guess it's cassava balls and pepper soup. With the police chief and the mayor, I'd have been like, "Get the fuck out of here with your fucking! I don't want to eat that shit." Like, I don't. Oh, what, stop you! I don't want your cultural replacement here. Okay. Liberians had an important role to play here. He recalled telling, "Like, no, like what don't. is it? Listen, they filled factory, healthcare, and childcare jobs that sat vacant. They paid property taxes. Why were the? Oh, oh, oh! You don't like interruptions? Well, this is a different kind of interruption." This is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only $10 a month, uh, un- un- unless you're using, like, e-checks. Then there's some extra fees, because the e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content... Uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the right stuff.biz slash paywall. Uh, make an order. You can use Z checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use a bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll fit, get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can uh, give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. Jobs vacant. Were they vacant or was this just like a like an old the oldest fucking trick in the book, an immigrant group you could pay less to? I mean, this is literally this. They they were people. There were workers needed replacing, and that was the librarian's important role here. With their pepper balls and their pepper soup. 
Can you imagine being a city official and like accepting this person's? The fucking... idea that you need blacks to work is fucking not even true. What is the employment? This is this can be examined. Also, they're saying that, but it's probably not even true. Look at the unemployment rate in Fargo and look at it racially. I guarantee you blacks are more unemployed than whites, well, which that that stat alone puts lie to the entire fucking premise. I guarantee you they consume more state resources oh, and sure. I guarantee you they work less. I guarantee you the stats will bear this out. So that just they're just lying. Now, there might be some of them that filled like some low skilled jobs and things like that and replaced actual poor whites who would have taken those jobs. Right. That probably did happen. But generally speaking, they're not improving the employment situation. No. Because if the worse. employment rate for whites is higher than it is for these Liberians, which I guarantee it is. I guarantee I'm sure it is. And I guarantee the amount of state resources that they consume is higher. They're not then there to help the economy. Black mm. people don't help economies. They're a drag. They make them worse. They turn thriving economies into disaster areas. It is true the world over. It's not just in America. It's the world over where they live in large numbers become zone become food deserts and business so, deserts and economy deserts so we got a little, another little piece of the irony here we felt this place was heaven people could live here without threat or intimidation it's like why because there weren't yeah, that many there weren't that many there yet came. like we got the gate we got away from Liberia. then some more came now yeah any any general really butt naked. place like fargo is going to be heaven for like the first nigger that arrives yeah, right 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 but then once more of and them then, start coming Forget about it. And then the guilty conscience sort of seeped in. Like this is like a this is like a I can't believe they get away with this. After Jupiter's murder, Saye reached out to her father Robert Paulson, expressing his heartbreaking heart. I was like, why? I thought you had nothing to do with that. Aren't aren't you aren't you just out here? Aren't you just out here like with your important role and filling you know low skill yeah, jobs? This is just so a that, random thing. What is a random thing, you, right? right? Why why would you why would you call him to apologize? What you had nothing to do with that, right? Saye didn't know the killer, but he'd heard about Kali walking in the snow without clothes. Fuck. What? During the murder sure trial, Collie's sister, Collie's sister said he talked to himself and saw things that weren't there. That's the, not true. Brother Collie is not crazy. Brother Collie pretended to be crazy. It's not true. Actually, I, I take back what I said. It's probably not true. These are probably lies that the Liberian community is making up to make it look like he's crazy because they don't want to be further associated he, with this. Well, did Kali just... He lied Kali just thought in he was prison. Gen, Kali just thought he was general butt naked? He thought he was just like, this is the Civil War. I don't believe that go. it's true unless there's video of it. I'll, I'll, I'll take joke, back though. what I said. Yeah. Because he was he was in prison trying to pretend like he's crazy. Yeah. Now, I understand there's a certain <laughs> level of, of the baseline, the mode nigger that to a white person might seem crazy, but it's not crazy. All right. And he was... Tested by a psychologist and found to not be crazy. So them <laughs> continuing to push the narrative that he's crazy is just a lie. Why don't they include that Kali was tested by a psychologist and found not to be crazy? The innocent child so did, not, did nothing to deserve this. We are all with you, he recalled telling Paulson. Which I'm sure made Robert Paulson feel a lot well, that's better. The problem. Right? I'm sure that made him feel a lot better, right? It's like, I mean, oh, that's the problem, right? You're yeah. with me. You're here with me in yeah. my city. Well, that's the issue. Me, the, the men agreed to a meeting. Saye, who has eight children. Again, there is no replacement. Robert Paulson has one less now. He has a few eight others. Children. Eight children. He wore a shirt that said dad in solidarity with Paulson. They shook what? hands. Paulson, a welder at a tractor factory, said he worked with several Liberians. He accepted Saye's invitation to a candlelight vigil for Jupiter. 
I know there are racist people out there who have a lot of hatred, but we come from the same backgrounds, Paulson said at the time, according to the local newspaper. If anything happens, tell me and I'll stand tell me and I'll stand in the way. Then then Peter Teff got involved. So Oh no, and what did Peter Teff do? Um advocated for justice to be done when no one else would. Oh my God! Relentless outreach. Paulson, forty, wears his daughter's ashes in a silver music note around his neck. At the time of her death, Jupiter had been teaching herself to play the acoustic guitar he gave her. She wrote poems and recited them on TikTok. I wish I was the rain so I could be free. She made flower crowns for toddlers at the park. I went from being a happy dad to my worst nightmare come true. Paulson said one morning last month, leaning against his pickup truck in the parking lot of a health center, where his thirteen-year-old son was in counseling. When the news broke, the Liberian community support touched Paulson. Uh, then life for the rest of Fargo seemed to return to normal, and he felt isolated in his grief. One man who contact- contacted him right away on Facebook kept sending a message, Paulson said. Peter Teft had marched in Charlottesville, where white supremacists had raised their arms, and Hitler salutes Chen Jews not replace us uh, after a neo-Nazi sped his car into protesters. I mean, he was going kind of sped? slow. Have yeah. you seen the video? Yeah. An injuring 35. Here's, what's, here's, here's something. I want to I digress real quick on this, because mm. I've, been, I've been waiting for an excuse on this. Do you remember... That thing that happened just last week where that guy who we still don't know what the fuck went on with that because the media has now buried it, sped his car into an Apple store, 30 into 25 police recruits. Yes. Oh, yeah. And that none guy of them too. died. Yeah. This to me is more evidence. You know, it's funny. We were talking about this in the NJP chat and Conte says more evidence Heather Heyer died from being fat. And I hadn't even thought of it. <laughs> And I was like, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Because if 25 fit young men survived this now, granted, some of them had horrific injuries. Okay, I'm not minimizing that. But they're none of them are dead. And remember, Heather Heyer's mom did say she died of a heart attack. And so it. Oh, hi. Here's another interruption that's pre-recorded. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. You are listening. To the Daily Shower, as racist and sexist as they can be. We're gonna offend you, isn't it funny? La 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 la! 